Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You can get a good running back in rounds five or six. Bijan Robinson, love the kid. He's the eighth highest rated player on my board. But for the Ravens, it makes absolutely no sense to me, Todd. If you're right on this one, I will retire. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> That is Mel Kuyper with Todd McShay um, on ESPN. Todd McShay's post-Super Bowl mock draft is out. We've been talking about it a little bit. They were referring to Bijan Robinson, running back, who McShay had going 22 to Baltimore. And that's why, uh, or excuse me, yeah, McShay had that, and that's why Kuyper's saying if they take a running back, <laughs> it'd be pretty funny. You want to talk about a, a team that's looking like a fan base that says, we have a franchise quarterback, assuming Lamar Jackson sticks around. What do we need to help this guy out? Let's get another running back for him. That'd be pretty funny. So anyway, that's his comment. In that McShay mock, five picks later at 27, shortly after a run of wide receivers going off the board, Todd McShay has the Bills taking a running back out of Alabama, Jameer Gibbs, to which I would go, no. And you know what? If they do that, I'm Chris, retiring. Hold on. I am retiring if they draft a running back. I need I need the audio of that because I just you just sounded like me yelling at the dog. No. <laughs> right? The Bills are up there. They make the pick. Should I roll up the newspaper? Brandon Bean goes out to discuss no. it. You, 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 you've driven in. <laughs> I thought you retired. Mm-mm, I'm here to tell you. No. No. What's the day? What's the day of the first round? Book me for the next morning. As a guest, if the Bills take a running back. Nothing early, though. A little bit later in the show, if you yeah, don't mind. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, no! Good. Thursday, April 27th. Friday. Friday, April 28th. Well, you'll be picking the Bills that day. Oh, my God. That's no, right. not, we'll, we'll wait until... Wait until uh, the draft is over. We Do will. it the, the next week, please. We I have to digest the entirety of the draft. I mean, sure. look, Mr. Irrelevant, Irrelevant led the Niners into the playoffs. I've got to factor in the whole draft. Yeah. Anyway, that's where we started this morning, and we're just, hey, if the Bills took a running back in round one, what would you think? If, if I'll give you... I would I, be... I would be. I would I, wonder what the heck they're thinking. I've been honestly. trying all morning to give you silver linings. I, I, go ahead. None of, none of them have worked. All right, I've got one more idea for a silver lining. The Bills draft B. John Robinson mm-hmm. with the 27th pick, yep. and they've done it. 
I, I did say to you the one silver lining would be that they won't take a running draft in future drafts. Back, right. With that, the the mocking of running backs to the Bills in mock drafts would end. Yeah, you, for right? a while. Now, because it happens every year. Yeah. Every year we're getting the Bills are being mocked a running back. They're in on Saquon Barkley. They're in on Christian McCaffrey. They're in on Brees Hall, Travis Etienne. And now it's going to be Jameer Gibbs and Bijan Robinson. So if they actually did it, we would get a break. But see, how, how, do you like, how do you like that silver lining? Mm, here's the here's, – okay, so now this is in my head. Again, Christian McCaffrey, all right? We've – over the years, we keep – always draw – Comparisons to Carolina because they both came out of Carolina and we make fun of how many different former Carolina Panthers end up in Buffalo or whatever. And I thought, you know, in Carolina, they also built up the lines, right? They spent a lot of assets on the line of scrimmage in Carolina, some big assets on the defensive side, if I recall. And I thought, well, okay, well, what did Carolina do at running back? Well, they had Christian McCaffrey. Are the Bills trying to find Christian McCaffrey? They keep drafting running backs because they're trying to find their Christian McCaffrey, but they're not a franchise that has a running back touch the ball with the frequency that Christian McCaffrey did in Carolina and in a very short time, San Francisco. But is that what they're doing? Is that why Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, James Cook, Naheem Hines, a running back this year in round one, are they just searching for their McCaffrey piece? They have been for a while, right? That's why they drafted Cook. That's why they wanted McKissick. But, That's but, why they traded for Hines. But they draft, so they draft Cook, and we all sit here and go, maybe more than any other position, you could just throw a running back in, play. And, you know, basically with Cook, they, they really didn't use him a lot until the second half of the season, right? His touches went up, I think, almost doubled per game, maybe doubled per game from the first half of the season to the second half of the season. So they finally get him involved, and then at the end of the season, the last couple of games, they're, they weren't really using them that much. So I, it's just puzzling to me. I would wonder if the Bills did that. And you can keep – I like you going and trying to find potential silver linings here. Um, I'll try and find some of my own, but I just don't have any. If the Bills did take a running back – I respect Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott. I'm very happy with a lot of the things they've done here. But if they took a running back, honestly, I would wonder what are they thinking? What are they doing? I'm, I even found a way to live with defensive end in round one – Defensive end in round two. Wasn't thrilled with it, but I know these guys are really very big supporters of you build your teams up front. And the other thing about defensive ends, taking defensive ends in the first and second round, there's an easy case to be made for the value of it. Right, that's an expensive position. It is a very expensive position that teams spend a lot of money at. And look at Von Miller. If you want to get the best, it costs a lot of money. So to get a draft pick that can sometimes produce... On a decently good level, like, that would be a monstrous bargain. In the running back world, the draft pick is the best value. It's 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 it, it's why you don't draft a running back because you can get equal value in the very very late rounds of okay, the draft. It's funny. I, now I was thinking it's not a silver lining, but trying to get into their thought process, right? Get into the heads of Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott and how they put this roster together. Do they keep drafting running backs because they're never going to give a second contract to a running back? Well, so we'll just turn over the. We're not going to. They're not going to pay Singletary a big second deal, right? I'm, so let's just keep <laughs> drafting running backs because we're not giving out a Barkley con- or whatever a big contract at that position, a is, Zeke Elliott contract. Is it too much to say that they should not even consider bringing back Singletary? I wouldn't on any deal. How cheap could it be? Even if it's a cheap deal, okay. Don't we want more of James Cook? 
We w- do. Wouldn't we like to see Naeem Hines actually involved in the offense? Assuming Hines is not the only way Singletary comes back, there's one of two ways. One, Hines is a cap casualty, and they don't resign him because he's got like a $5 million cap number. they got to do something about his cap number. So one, they cut Hines and they don't re- resign him. Or two, no, there is no two. If Hines ha- I think Hines has to be cut, and then they go, we need to bring Singletary back, and it's Cook and Singletary in whatever shape, form they use, and I just I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay Devin Singletary. Yeah, he, he's... You'd he's, only pay him if been, you can't keep Hines. No, he's been serviceable. He's okay. The the roller coaster of Singletary expectations has been, you know, he's okay. Oh, he's in the best shape of his life. Oh, they drafted somebody to replace him. I mean, first it was Zach Moss to come and take some of his carries, and then it's, of course, James Cook, and then Naheem Hines. I I almost want to say that they can't bring him back. There's one thing about Singletary that is really sets him apart from his peers, and that is his fumbling. He is one of the most fumble-prone running backs in the NFL. And, you know, we watched this year when James Cook put one on the ground on his first career carry. He got in the doghouse for a bit. Singletary fumbles a lot by comparison to his peers. Right. And when it comes to production, you know, he's... Don't you always feel like nobody ever really gets mad at running backs because if they don't run it well, you get mad at the line. You know, we're sitting here watching the game, and, oh, there's nowhere for him to go. Unless you're a guy that makes everybody miss and has incredible speed and does yards over expectation, like Tony Pollard's really good at this. But like with Singletary, none of the advanced numbers really indicate anybody that's special from a mm-hmm. skill set, right. from a production standpoint. The one thing that jumps out about him is that he puts the ball on the ground. And for a second contract, I almost want to... I don't want to judge the entire offseason on any one move, right? Edmonds doesn't have to mean everything. Whether they draft a receiver in the first round doesn't have to mean everything. Signing Singletary wouldn't mean everything. But to me, both Singletary and Hines, they can save money by not bringing either of them back and okay. just giving the job to cheap fifth-round, okay, sixth-round right, running There's backs. your argument for drafting a running back, right. Because late, Singlet- very late. Right. I'll, yeah, I wanted to follow up on that. Because Singletary... Singletary's contract, okay? He's drafted in 2019. His base salary, 495, 675, 850, and then two and a half million last year. You are not going to pay Devin Singletary. If we're sitting here talking about can you get Naeem Hines' salary down so you don't have to pay him as much money, why would you re-sign Devin Singletary? If you're that right, if you want to say we're not going to re-sign him, Hines won't take a pay cut, or if we cut him, there's no guarantee we get him back. Then go do an Isaiah Pacheco. Go find a running back on day three who comes in and makes peanuts, relatively speaking. Cook is value, right? Cook is still under his rookie contract for three more years. And then the guy you draft in on day three, he's also under a rookie contract for four years. So you're really not paying anything at the running back position, nor should you tie up big cap numbers in the running back position. That's how you draft a running back. But again, that's not in round one. That's in round four. whatever. Not even round four. I wouldn't even touch a running back five. in the first four rounds. That's the first time I might consider taking a running back in round five, and I need to see what they're doing with their first four picks. Wide receiver, offensive line, safety have to be done in the first four picks somewhere. Have to be done. I don't think Poirier's back. Wide receiver, offensive line, safety. You must address, even if Poirier's back, you must draft a safety. You've got to get a young safety in here to develop because Poirier and Hyde aren't here forever. Wide receiver, offensive line, safety. Those three must take. Mm. And that's another reason why you don't take a running back anywhere near 
the beginning or middle of the draft. There's too many other bigger needs that have to be addressed for a team that doesn't have a ton of cap space. Well, you would have loved my mock draft yesterday. I was playing running around. Running back, running back, running back. Pro Football back. Focus, PFF.com has their mock draft machine up and running. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. So I was playing around with that. And? Well, <laughs> you'll be surprised how many times it comes to the Bills pick, and B. John Robinson is right there as the best player available, according to Pro Football Focus. So, you know, you have to scroll down. Yeah. And this is how it works. I start scrolling, and I'm only looking for positions. I'm like, okay, all right, there's a safety. Oh, there's a guard. Mm, sure, fine, I'll go safety. And then, you know, you go, oh, I've, got, I've been offered a trade. The Colts want to move up. Okay, so if that happened. Trading actually, down? No. I, actually, let me get a call. And I want to ask you about drafting a running back or B. John Robinson. Like, what's the impact of that? What else is coupled with the Bills taking a running back. I, I've got a question about that. But let me get, uh, we get connected with our fans, by the way. 803-0552, join us. And we'll go out to Colin in Kentucky. You're on WGR, go right ahead. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, love the show. And best to you, Howard, as you approach your retirement. Um, you know, this idea of drafting a running back just seems like a total disaster. It's 2023. We have got to get weapons for Josh. I want to see the Bills go all in on wide receiver. All the ideas should be on the table. But one I've been thinking about is Jackson Smith and Jigba. I saw an interesting tweet from Connor Rogers, who I believe covers the Jets and the Mets. So there's one for you, Howard. Yeah. But he was saying that Smith and Jigba – is an excellent wide receiver in the middle of the field. And he said if he falls to a team with an established number one outside wide receiver, I'm thinking of Diggs, Connor Rogers says he'll eat in the slot right away as a rookie. And it seems like that's exactly what the Bills need. I mean, if you just load up for Josh, you've got Diggs there, you keep Gabriel Davis, but then you add somebody like Smith and Jigba in the slot, and who knows, Odell Beckham Jr., or look to free agency for another wide receiver. They need to go all in on wide receiver and offensive line. Mm -hmm. It's 2023. It seems like we need to get weapons for Josh Allen. 100%. On Smith and Jigba, JSN. I'm reading from Draft Network. <laughs> Thank you for simplifying. JSN. For yeah. Joe Marino, who we talked to yesterday, he wrote up the scouting report on JSN mm-hmm. for the Draft Network. And to read some of his strengths would read like someone that fits perfectly for what the Bills need. The one knock on him is maybe he lacks the elite top-end speed. Mm-hmm. But on what he does in terms of what the caller is mentioning in the slot, here's what uh, Joe Marino writes, outstanding route runner, separator, deceptive footwork, body control, ability to read leverage, make side adjustments, run to open space, made him consistently available for C.J. Stroud. Extremely intelligent player, exceptional spatial awareness, does well to continue working in scramble situations, always competing to get open. He has exceptional hands, ball skills, focus at the catch point, decisive after the catch, excellent field vision. Everything he does on the field is smooth, focused, and technically refined. He's found production, is a threat to work all levels of the field, does well to vary his release package, to win early in routes, which allows him to gain leverage and get open. All of that sounds great. Yeah, see, this is when, okay, we have, this is you with your wide receiver. Future. I, I trend, I try, yes. You mean ahead. future Bills future receiver. Bills receiver. Jackson Smith and Jigba. I don't do this like you do. How do I phrase this without making it sound like it's – I'm not trying to be like a jerk. You fall in love with a lot of people. Yep. I don't do that. I try and be more – I try not to go overboard and just like, love this guy, take him. And but then I read the next draft board and go, love this guy, take him. You're already in love with this guy. 
You're reading that. I'm going, fine, great, draft him. <laughs> right. I mean, I just, yeah. this is how badly they need to take a wide receiver as a priority pick. Not round four, not round five, not round seven. No Austin Proles. I'm sorry, Austin, if you're listening. I don't know why you were the first name in my head. You need, but you're reading that, and I'm like, great. And then you could read Quentin Johnston, pick another receiver, Zay Flowers. Yeah, Zay and I'll Flowers. Be like, Love it. Love do those you, attributes. Do you want to fall in love a little bit more? I I got to be honest with, with you. JSN? I don't know that in all the years I've ever been, I don't care who the guy is, I'm in love with the position, go take the position. I don't think I've done that before. Here's more from Joe Marino's write-up. I'm desperate. Go ahead. Draft Network. Ideal role, slot receiver. Scheme fit, spread, 11 personnel heavy. All right, well, that's, that's the, the Bills. That's the Bills when they're at their best. Well, it should be the Bills. Prospect yeah. comparison. Bobby Woods. Oh, wow. That's cool. All right, so he's not, again, he's not uh, like an explosive not speed over-the-top guy. He only has one season of college production. He missed all last year, but he's a five-star recruit. Like, he's yeah. always been awesome. And here's Garrett, as the caller's bringing up the Jets and Connor, Connor Hughes. Yeah. Garrett Wilson, I think it was Garrett Wilson, said that JSN's better than, he, than me. They took Garrett, Garrett Wilson, who was just the Ohio offensive State. rookie of the year. Right. And they had, Ohio State had what? Olave. Harrison was there. And, I mean, right? everybody. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr., holy cow. I mean, yeah. Ohio He's State phenomenal. is wide receiver you. Yeah. And JSN, who only has one season of production, had, of course, elite production. Mm-hmm. So that, it's it's a little bit like, you know, injuries and in production sometimes drop your stock. Jamison Williams, we saw him go later because of an ACL injury, right? He got he missed a lot of the year. He was going to have to come back. He wasn't going to be available till later in the season. His stock dropped because of that. George Pickens is this, right? George Pickens missed a lot of time, and because of it, didn't get a chance to put as much on tape, and he slid all the way to the second round of the Steelers, and immediately people think, like, well, that's going to be a good pick. He only slid because of an injury. Is that not JSN? Like, could he have been okay. picked higher if he put up a second year of elite production at Ohio State? Yep. No, I, I you like I said, I think if you name a guy, I'll be in love with him because that's how badly they need to add a wide receiver. On you and I are team. the same with this. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've just never done this before. Zay, Zay Flowers, Tyler Scott, and JSN. And, and it's funny. This has nothing to do, like I'm not freaking out over the way things went the last half of the season. Uh, and how it ended against Cincinnati. Like, I'm not sitting here telling you, oh, my God, I've even heard this. It's very rare. Oh, God, the window's already closing on Josh Allen and the Bills. They're in, you know, they don't have a, they're over the cap, right? And all this, I'm not there. Like, I'm not, like, the window's closing. This is Joe Burrow for me when Joe Burrow said, was asked, what about the Super Bowl window for the Bengals? It's open as long as I'm playing here. I think the same thing could be said about Josh. I don't anticipate them not being a contender as long as they have Josh Allen at quarterback. But while I'm not freaking out, I'm here to tell you, clearly the offense wasn't right. It was fine two years ago and then last season, and clearly even the stats are there. I get it. Points scored, total yards, right? The stats are there. Clearly, he ends 2022 with the overall group, least impressive overall group in the passing game. Sorry. I mean, right? Brown, before he got too old, was great. Beasley, before he got banged up and couldn't you know, play all the time. Where they are now, this is the least impressive group since, what, 20... It's Josh's rookie year? Since pre-Diggs. Yeah. So how do you not notice that if you're the Bills? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep coming back to the Bengals. 
And the Bengals, since 2016, have spent a third-round pick, a second-round pick. No, I'm sorry. Two second-round picks and a first-round pick on wide receivers. One guy came before Burrow. One guy came in the Burrow draft. One guy came after we already had Burrow. Three picks in the first two rounds on wide receivers since 2016. The Bills spend their day two picks on running backs. Three times. That team goes wide receiver. This team goes running back. The last time they spent a day two pick on a wide receiver was Zay Jones in round two in McDermott's first draft before Bean got here is the last time they used a day one or day two pick on a wide receiver. How do you not see that you've got to change that and prioritize that position this season, this draft? 803-0550 to join us. 888-552-550. We get a break in. We're taking your calls. Uh, Todd McShay mocking the Bills a running back in his draft. So what would you think if they took a running back? You can let us know about that. Anything else you want to get to? The Bengals also took John Ross, by the way. Oh, I forgot him. The speed guy. Another guy. Yeah, who was right supposed to be the big deep yeah, threat. As a bust. Never panned out. Ninth overall. That was ninth overall. Wow. Ninth overall, 2017. So since 2017, add another receiver. That's, so that's four assets on day one or day two since the 16 draft, right? Mm-hmm. Good. I mean, sometimes it doesn't work out, but the other three guys are fine. 803-0550 to join us on WGR. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.